and welcome to Bibbs Music Room. I'm your host, Bibbs, and here we're going to talk about music, inspiration, life, and everything in between. Now, here we go in three, two, one. Um, so how are we doing this? How's this we're going? We're just going to get started. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're already rolling, so. Oh, word. Yeah. yeah word. We're just going to get it going. All right. You go by, you go by Prince J? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Can I ask what the ENT is? Uh, entertainment. Okay, gotcha. Entertainment. That, that's yep. what I said. That's yep. what I said. <laughs> okay. I was wondering. Yep. All right. So we'll get started. All right. Hello, everyone. We're here with Prince J. Hello. How you doing? Hello. You're doing good? I'm doing good? fantabulous. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. All right. So we'll get started. Do you want to talk? to us a little bit about how you got started in music. Yeah, of course. Um, so I started kind of um, just dabbling with music maybe mid-2017. Um, I was just kind of doing like remixes, you know, like the Instagram challenges that were going around for a while. I did those, uh, just a couple of them. And then um, people like people liked them. So I was like, okay, let me just start putting stuff on mm-hmm. SoundCloud. Um, and it was just getting a lot of feedback, a couple thousand streams like right off of the rip on SoundCloud, so I was like, okay, uh, let's keep doing it, and then I started doing some original stuff and started posting there. Awesome. So, so in the beginning, um, who would you say are like your biggest inspirations? Uh, most definitely Logic. I'm actually wearing a, a shirt right now, um, but yeah, no Logic for sure. Um, I listen to him heavy, and um, just on not even just like music related it's more like personal stuff even too like um he reps uh peace love positivity that's the vibe that i'm always on you know uh love everyone and um just all around a good vibe so so were you always just like attracted to kind of modern rap or did you have any beginning influences in any other genres um so in the beginning it was mostly rap um but it was more like uh boom bap type of you know like old school rap um you know, when I was younger, I listened a lot to like Eminem, Lil Wayne, um, and you know stuff like that. Um, and then as I got older, you know, um, new people coming out like you know Drake, Kendrick, J Cole, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I made music, I kind of grew an appreciation for all types of music. Um, so I like to experiment with a bunch of different stuff. Like um, I've been working with a lot of pop, R and B. Um, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, like, country and rock music. Rock mu- music I can listen to, um, but I never really delved into it just yet. Um, yet is the uh-huh. keyword, though, you know. Yeah. we You're the first rapper we've had on, so, and I don't know much about, we were just talking, like, we don't know much about the culture. Yeah. Especially in the Lehigh Valley. I feel like they're kind of few and far between, at yeah, least yeah. from the music scene that we're exposed to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're excited to kind of get into it. Have you always been in the, in the Lehigh Valley? Um, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I was basically, um, I was born in New Jersey, um, but I moved out in Easton when I was like five. So gotcha. basically yeah. been out here the whole life. Sweet. Um, have you seen any like local influences here that kind of attracted you to do more live music? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so I seen that you guys, uh, had a uh, episode with Peyton Renee. Um, I actually saw her perform with Seth Witcher not that long ago. Um, I met Seth, uh, probably about a year or two ago and, um, he was performing at a restaurant that I worked at. And when I seen him perform there, I was like, yeah, I got to perform here. (laughs) And, um, just since then it kind of snowballed into like a bunch of different performances um, I've been out in like Philly and New York and stuff like that, and that's really cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think Seth Witcher is definitely the the biggest inspiration that got me into performing more. Mm-hmm. Um, Peyton Renee is a great performer too, though she kills it on the guitar. Her vocals are really nice, um, and uh, but yeah, I think that's it for the most part. She's actually the one who kind of like recommended you. Oh like really? She was on here. We're like asking her what other artists that around the area that we should have on and she was like oh prince jay like kin him up and i'm like that's right. sick that's yeah. sick shout out <laughs> so, to Peyton renee thank you yeah. <laughs> um so yeah uh i i don't think i've heard seth witcher's stuff she also mentioned him mm-hmm. so um is he he does rap too no um oh. he's more of a um kind of i guess you could say alternative rock in a way mm-hmm. um but he he does guitar stuff um he, he so he does some acoustic stuff. His his most recent song is one of my favorites so far. Um, I forget what the name of it, but uh, definitely definitely check him out. He's, mm-hmm. I think you'll like what you know yeah. what he puts down. So then, starting uh, 
on social media you said you kind of started mm-hmm. um when did you start doing live performances then um like live performances like um in like crowds and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. um honestly since i started like um so when i started releasing on spotify in like late 2017 it was around like october um like it picked up really really quick um the first i think couple months i got a, like a million some streams um gained hundreds of thousands of um of listeners and so right there um some of the people that i worked with were like yeah let's try and just get performances i performed in in philly at um what's the place i forget the name of the place i'll have to i'll have to you know swing back yeah, at some yeah. point but um kind of ever since i started um i performed a couple times um but until recently in the last year um i've done like a ton of performances oh, so it's been kind of more heavy recently Mm -hmm. so yeah what do you think kind of made you stand out and get you all of those listeners all of those followers because i know like we talk to a lot of local musicians and it's really hard to get you know that your foot in the door and Mm -hmm. get started and make it big but it seems like you kind of did it really fast do you think there's anything you did differently that made that happen yeah i think um honestly i think a lot of it comes down to authenticity and just kind of uh, like I said, the vibe that I, I bring is that mm-hmm. peace, love, positivity, the general good vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that is missing kind of mm-hmm. in today. Um, you know, when I started again, it was 2017. Um, it wasn't like necessarily like cool to make music. You know, people clowned me in high school type of thing, but I never really was one to care about that. And I think that's what kind of brought more, um, eyes to it is uh again just the authenticity and just me being me um because people can relate to that yeah. um i feel like most people can't relate if they feel something's off and you can yeah. usually feel that so yeah now do you bring that into your music like um your music are you talking about real things that people are going through or is it mostly just like your vibe Um, you, so it, it really depends on the song I'm making. Um, so a lot of the stuff I've been doing a lot more recently has been R and B. Um, and that stuff has been based off of like, um, mostly relationship stuff, um, whether it be in the past or something current, um, or even a mix of the two. I like to kind of, um, throw everything in there because it's all relatable. If, you know, I mean, if you feel some type of way or you've been through something for the most part, there's like 8 billion people in the world. So most likely someone else has too. Um, and that just kind of goes down to the um, uh, relatability. Yeah. I feel like with um, like rap and R&B, when they talk about those relatable topics, sometimes it gets like, it gets pretty dark, you know, mm-hmm. and like pretty heavy, especially when you're talking about relationships and yeah. stuff. Um, do you ever find it challenging to like sing about those things, but also keep like a positive, you know, outlook? Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, de- again, it depends on the song. Um, sometimes, you know, it's, uh, the song is about happy parts in a relationship. Yeah. So it's, you know, obviously easy to keep it mm-hmm. um, real lighthearted. Um, but then in, in those sadder songs, it is definitely a little bit harder to keep it like up tempo yeah. and stuff like that. But um, I have some songs that do a good job of keeping the energy high mm-hmm. um, while keeping the topic kind of on the negative side of things. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I have a song called Same Old Kid that I dropped as sometime around, I think this time last year. Um, and that song is kind of about um, a relationship that just didn't go well. And, um, you know, over time, that person wanted to come back and things. And, uh, you know, um, basically the, the whole premise of it is that I'm the same old kid. I'm the same person that I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's a little different now you know, and uh, there's no really moving forward. Yeah. But again, the, the energy in the song is still up-tempo. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely definitely check it out. I think mm-hmm. you can you can see. Yeah. We were just talking about, um, I've been watching some interviews with Post Malone, mm. and, um, like, his music, a lot of it, you know, like, you feel it, yeah. a lot of relatability. And in these um, interviews with him, like, you could feel like he's very real and raw and, like, Seems like he's not doing too well, you know? So yeah. it's like in the music, like you see it in the person. But it's interesting how like you could sing about these like raw and real things, but still stay like very positive and mm-hmm. optimistic and stuff. So that's good. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank good. you. <laughs> um, so you're pretty much 
doing all original music? Um, yeah. So um, I used to do a lot of remixes and like covers and stuff like that. Um, that helped with kind of build um, my knowledge with like mixing and engineering and stuff. Um, but for the most part, um, now I've been doing a lot of original work. I want to get back to doing remixes on social media, mm -hmm. um, especially because that's also something to help push out, um, you know, yourself as an artist and show kind of the skills that you have to reproduce a sound from another artist or even, you know, uh, intermingle your own personality into mm -hmm. something that already is uh, out. Yeah. Do you have schooling on that? Or no, no. I'm all self-taught. Yeah. Wow. How do you go about like learning that? Just doing. Really? Yeah, it's just like, uh, I like to tell, you know, anybody that asks, because I have people around me, whether it be my friend here, Joelle, or, you know, anybody else in my group, um, you know, people ask me, like, how, how do you just do it? And it's just really, it's just it. You just yeah. do it, you know. Um, it's going to suck at first, and that's mm -hmm. usually how anything is. Like, if you don't usually paint and you go get into painting, yeah, it's um, not going to be the best painter at first, yeah. but, you know, uh, it takes time to just learn, pick up the skills, and um youtube academy too youtube oh. academy yeah that's what i call it it's just youtube oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah I, I feel like a lot one. of people like don't realize that they really have like access to like every, anything e everything yeah. that they really need to mm -hmm. like that's how like i have like my own like at home like diy studio right and i didn't get any schooling on it i just kind of took what i saw from like recording my own stuff in the mm -hmm. studio and I, I watched and i was like let me try that yeah i could do that and then like like, I'll be, like, watching, like, the studio engineer in, on his computer, and, like, I would see what he's doing. I wouldn't understand what it does, mm -hmm. but I would kind of, like, take that, like, image and copy that to what I'm doing. Yeah. And then as I'm, like, actually manually doing it, I'm like, okay, you can like, hear this the difference. does that, this does that. Yep. And then I started kind of, like, figuring it out by ear, mm -hmm. like, kind of, like, understanding, like, okay, do, changing this, like, does that. Yeah. And then I started to want to, like, learn more, so I just looked it up on YouTube, yep. and that explained so much more. And like it, people just forget that they really have access to like everything that mm -hmm. they would want to learn, like through YouTube or like Google or anything. Literally anything. We have the the world in our in our palm. The phone is just. Yeah. See, my brain just does not work like that. <laughs> like whenever I, technology, all of that. Like when I see him mixing stuff, I'm like, I don't know what you're doing, especially in the studio with that. I can't. No. And when like quarantine started, I remember my brother was like oh like learn to code because you'll make like so much money and like you have mm -hmm. all this time to learn and i did like this program and i got like maybe two days into it and i was like okay not not for me like, <laughs> I, don't, uh -huh. I don't care like during quarantine ben was like oh like you got into try programming this. yeah <laughs> i tried for like two know. days <laughs> and it did not work no so um I, you could learn everything if you have the passion for it. And yeah, that's a, stuff, that's a big thing, too. I don't have – and, yeah, I think the same thing is with, like – I've always equated it to, like, learning a language. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're forced to learn learn a language in high school, but, like, you cannot learn a language unless you want to learn it. Right. Like, I took years of Spanish, did not learn it at all because I didn't want to. But then I wanted to learn um, sign language picked it up like right away even though it's like so much harder than um spanish just because yeah you have that passion for it yeah so when did your passion really develop for music um so as i mentioned earlier like i've always listened to music mm -hmm. i've always uh, um just really liked it when i was younger i actually um and my dad to this day uh, it kind of blows his mind but when i um this was in like third second third grade doing homework at home i would have the radio playing I had one of those clocks that like played you know you had the radio yeah. and so um i would have music playing while i'm doing my homework my dad would bust in aren't you doing homework i'm like yeah <laughs> so why are you listening to music yeah. and it just it helped me kind of i guess um uh i'm a very uh fast-paced person mentally mm -hmm. physically everything so um I guess listening to music kind of helps quiet everything down and kind of make yeah, it a little yeah. slower, easier to work with. Um, so it just made things uh, a little bit easier for me. So I guess um, right from the beginning, I always liked music, but until I started creating is when I got like the passion for all of it um, and just creating in general. Um, like I do like the videos, I do artwork, I do all of everything yeah. um, in the creating process of it. So um, I guess as soon as I kind of picked it up, I was like, oh, this is... Right. This is nice. Yeah. 
So did you always know that, like, this is what you wanted to do? Or is it maybe when it started to take off, you're like, oh, this is this could be a thing I could do? It was definitely more when I started to take off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to school. I went to college for computer IT. I went for two years, got my um, associate's degree. I used it for a little bit, was in the field, whatever. And uh, it was not for me. Mm-hmm. Didn't like sitting at a desk waiting for phone calls. Um, even to go do it, it was just not it. It was not it. It's mm-hmm. not for me. I have to like move around. And like I said, I'm yeah. very quick paced. So, um, you know, but uh, around that time, I was still working on the music. Um, the IT stuff was kind of more for, you know, like my parents. Like, oh, yeah, go to school kind of thing. And, um, you know, also needed a backup for money, you know, just in yeah. case. Uh, the music doesn't work out, but, um, you know, after a little while, it's just like, I think this is, you know, it's kind of growing and, um, I really enjoy it and other people do too. So it's like, why not, mm-hmm. you know, pursue it. Yeah. Is music your full-time thing now? Um, it's not music. Um, I actually own a production company. That's, um, my thing. And so it's everything like creation based. So gotcha. I do like audio production, um, video work, I do uh, graphic design, um, literally like everything that's just mm-hmm. creating. Can you walk us through like how did you start that company and then how do you grow a company like that? Yeah, um, so I started about two years ago. Um, I got everything like registered, like the name and all of that. Um, I, c- I couldn't really walk you through the process of growing it because I'm still growing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an ever-going gr- ever process, but... Um, you know, if you have the passion and you love something enough, um, you know, YouTube Academy, you'll learn how to, um, you know, make it work. And, um, that's just kind of what I've been doing. Just been learning how to make it work, um, experiencing different things, um, getting new clients. I do a lot of, I do a lot of free work, um, to start things up. And if people like what I do, you know, keep moving forward. Um, and, uh, I mean, that's just really what I've been doing for the past maybe seven months. Um, I DJ and stuff, too, so um, that's helped a lot. But uh, it's really a work in progress. It's, I'm, still, I'm still learning. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you find it kind of tricky to balance, like, each one of your projects? You know, you're doing music, you're doing this um, company, and then you said you're also doing other, like, creative works, like painting and all this stuff. How do you balance out? all of that i don't know <laughs> no, but uh yeah no i definitely um there is times where i gotta like kind of sit back mm-hmm. and um let things happen and just kind of um take a breather um because as you said you know doing all of that can get a little overwhelming um and as a creative um if you become overwhelmed and you think a little too hard on things they don't come naturally and if it doesn't come naturally, it's not the right way. It's not with um, mm-hmm. that. Uh, uh, it's not with the genuine, you know, emotion like we were talking about. Um, so yeah, like uh, next month I'm going on a cruise with my, with, uh, with my girlfriend. So it's like things like that. That's what helps kind of take me out of my space for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then after that, get back in and kind of go back okay. to uh, um, the mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when it's like. A creative job you know you can't yeah. just like shut your brain off like if you have a desk job once you leave that off yep. you're done yep. you know your brain is off <laughs> but when it's like this you know you're constantly brainstorming all mm-hmm. this stuff um so going back to like you writing original music um you want to take us through like that kind of process and maybe share some of your favorite lyrics with us um oh that's a hard one favorite <laughs> lyrics uh yeah so um usually when i'm creating uh you know, as I said earlier, with anything, um, it depends on the song. But if um, um, if I'm making like a more rap, hip hop type of song, um, I usually like to make make the beat. Um, I've made some R&B beats too, but <clears throat> um, I like to kind of get a feel with the instrumental first, uh, because that's what people hear first. And if I can portray an emotion before you even hear my voice, it'll be a lot easier to kind of um, portray the rest of it throughout the song um so i usually come up with like melodies and stuff like that first then i kind of um maybe do vocal like literally just hums you know figure out how i want it to sound um and then kind of fit in the lyrics through then um it's not always how it works sometimes 
I'm making some lyrics and I'm like, that is dope. I gotta, <laughs> you know, kind of mend around it. But um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I work with other producers too. Um, shout out to my guy Tyler Mitchell uh, out in Colorado. He helped me out in the beginning of uh, of everything. Uh, he made he like uh, actually co like executive produced one of my projects uh, called Broken Hearts Don't Beat the Same, and that was a more uh, that was like the beginning of my R and B type of type of stuff. But um, dang, favorite lyrics. I have to like, <laughs> oh man, um, I think right now, so I'm actually working on a song that uh, it's more hip hop, like rap stuff. I made the beat for it, um, what, I think it was like February of this month. Um, so yeah, usually the projects take a long time. So like it, I can make a beat and not use it until like a year later, two years later. Or even, and then it's not released for another year or two. Mm -hmm. So people usually hear things a lot later than what I make. But um, there's a couple lyrics in the song that I am working on, and these I really like. Let me see. All right, you want me to just rap them here? Real yeah, quick? sure. Okay, Live cool. Live performance. Live performance. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, in this song, I'm kind of just trying to assert myself as like the one in the area that people haven't heard yet, but they should, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, so the lyrics are basically, uh, goes, man, I'm the one that you ain't heard about. Yeah, I put my all, cause all of it's gonna be the turnaround. Watch and see, Prince JB, the name you seeing all up on your TV screen like Mr. Clean. Favorite colors, blue and green. Shawty mean, don't got haters in my comments. Tell me what could get to me. X is saying, wish you best of luck. Shit, I'm hoping that they get to see what's next, cause I'm coming. Every speaker stay bumping, chain swinging, no stunting, going, going, and going. Ain't nothing stopping the strut. Honestly, ain't giving up. Every <laughs> everything I touch in a fire, I'm bringing heat from the sun. Um, and there's a lot more in there that I like, but that's like the first kind of verse in there. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So how long did that take? Was it just like? one little frame you know yeah yeah out yeah really? usually yeah so like lyrics um that's one thing that i've definitely um it's like it surprises me because i see other people in the studio you know i work with a lot of different people um some people lyrics come quick some people they don't mm -hmm. um uh they definitely come pretty fast for me there's times where um they don't but usually i can go in and i can finish a song like a whole like the beat and the song and everything in a couple hours maybe um and so yeah i mean again it depends on the song the day the yeah. the feeling all of it but do you like practice freestyling like i don't know how how big freestyling is in like the rap world yeah I, it's like, huge you know you see all those like freestyle battles yeah there <laughs> i mean nowadays i think it's definitely um it's fallen off a lot because i don't there's not really like real freestyling anymore it's not like off of the top mm -hmm. um but uh it's been a little while since i freestyled but you know there'd be times where uh you know me and a friend group are just chilling and you know we throw on a beat a couple beats on youtube and we freestyle it's definitely good because um you know that's something that's uh definitely impressive and say for example um you get an opportunity on a radio station um people usually spit Writtens, like stuff that they just have, you know, in the vault um, on the radio station. But I think if you are able to create <clears throat> something off of the top, like right off of your head, mm -hmm. um, that's a lot more impressive than right. any lyrics that you can write down, um, especially if it's good. Mm -hmm. So um, it's something that I, I practice here and there. I want to get back into it more, um, not just because it's, it's important, but it's it's fun too. Yeah, yeah. Now, what... Like when it comes to writing your songs, um, you said like you're going off of a lot of like real world stuff, mm -hmm. right? Um, how do you have like um, all of your different songs? Are they dealing with like different topics? Like how do you versify and vary like all of your different songs? Um, so it helps having um, different genres under my discography so I can kind of spread apart the topics um because you know in in hip-hop or rap you might not talk about 
um, like love and emotion as much as you would in R&B mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, but, you know, since I like to switch up the genres, I like to switch up the lyrics, I like to just be creative and have a good time with it. And so if I'm not feeling it, then I won't even continue. Um, it's just a lot easier to put it down for the moment and come back to it later. Because again, if you try and like really, really force something, it's not going to come out as you might want it to. Um, that's not always the case because there has been times where like I force something out and it's like, oh, that is dope. Um, or it really hits emotionally or, or anything like that. But um, honestly, the the best way to diver- diversify your, your lyrics or topics or even the songs is um, really just going out and experiencing. You know what I mean? Um, whether it be uh, going on a vacation, you know, um, like I said, I'm going on this cruise. There's definitely going to be topics I'm going to be talking about, you know, like I've never been on a cruise ever. Where are you guys going? Um, go, going to um, uh, the Caribbean, if oh. I'm not mistaken, the Caribbean Islands. Um, mm-hmm. So, that's, yeah, that's going to be cool. And, uh, yeah, I've never been on a boat. I don't know if I'm seasick or not. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, <laughs> we're actually going on our first cruise in oh, November. Wow. We're going to Bermuda, okay. and First uh, cruise together. I've been on a cruise Okay, before. I've never been on a cruise, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm, everyone's telling me I'm going to get stuck in the Bermuda Triangle, but uh-huh. we'll see, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, nah, so uh, I've never, like, seen just surrounded by water. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm sure that's going to be a beautiful sight and uh, definitely going to be something I put in um, some, some music. But, yeah, yeah. experiencing um, heartbreak, even um, love or um, – Usually it's it's polar opposites because um, what I realized with emotions or, or anything like that experiences there really isn't like a in between it's um, there's it, they're usually really polarizing so it's like um, you either have heartbreak or love or you either have um, you know argument or friendship or you know stuff like that and um, that's just kind of what helps me um, especially since it's all real world stuff for the most part um, it, it just helps talk about the things I experience. Yeah. What do you think makes like a good rapper? Cause um, I've seen, what's that one competition? There's a rap competition. Like, oh, I, it's on Netflix. Oh, Cardi B. Uh, Rhythm and Flow. Oh, oh, Rhythm and Flow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh who won it? There was a guy. Uh, yeah, I know, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, loved I him. About. Mm-hmm. He was so good. Um, but, then I'll see like people are like really fast mm-hmm. or like other people just like their lyrics connect or whatever. What do you think like makes a good artist? What do you strive to be? Um, honestly, like that's that's a really hard question because when it comes down to music, as we know, everything's subjective. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it really just comes down to personal preference. Um, for me, it's not so much of like how fast you can rap because you can rap really fast and say a whole lot of nothing, you know, um, which I've seen and and it gets praise. Um, but, you know, again, there's there's no negativity towards it because it's all subjective. It's all what mm-hmm. you want to hear. Um, for, for me personally, um, I like um, storytelling. If you're able to, like, really portray a story and kind of put me in that situation. Um, like, I, I just got goosebumps, like, thinking about it because um, – just some songs that came to mind but uh yeah if you can put put me in a situation and kind of make it so i'm but i'm in i'm behind your eyes and i can see what's going on or um you know whether it be like i said a a breakup or literally anything um if you can portray that emotion and i feel it i think that you know that goes for any genre it's just you know music in general like what's that one rap song i showed you about the the gang oh um that one is like the most was vivid. It D- Dance with the Devil. Yeah, have you heard that, that one? That one. I don't know. It is like it's probably like the saddest rap song there is. It is crazy. It's, it's like, like it, it's if dark. If you think you're gonna get chills, like it is just like you know what's it about? You know what's about? Uh, yeah. I might I might have. It, it explains it like very well. It's like the best storytelling. It's about um, and it's a true story. Um, it's basically this, coming up in the ghetto through like gang life and like uh-huh. selling yeah. drugs and stuff. And this guy um, was like being initiated into this game. Oh, I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I I and then he like has it, to beat this woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I seen yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've heard that. It's mm-hmm. it's such like 
such a good song, but like at the same time, it's, it's like you it's don't so, want to listen to it, yeah, because it's yeah. so like it's chilling. It's, it's chilling. It's, it's so weird though, because like um, in the song, it's like kind of like a very like faint beat, and there's like what is it, like a is like piano stuff yeah. going mm-hmm. on, but it's yeah. like more eerie, yeah, of, like piano yeah. going on, and it's like one whole verse that kind of like starts up like the story, and then like it's a little break, and yeah. it's just like only the music, and it's like, like eeriness mm-hmm. is coming back in, and then like the next like like verse comes in tells more of the story and it like like uh cuts yeah, off and it's yeah. like yeah oh like what's gonna happen <laughs> and then like midway through like the third verse it's like it just drops on mm-hmm. you yeah. like, and like, it changed yeah yeah so yeah storytelling who who, that, who who was it I, what, it was his mom or something like that right yeah, yeah. it was his yeah mom. oh yeah. my gosh and then that, he, had, he i don't know because i don't know if he i think he was just one of the gang members who witnessed it mm, I, yeah or it might have been his brother or something, because I know, like, the guy who it was his mom, he, like, ended up, like, just jumping off the building oh, at okay, the yeah. end or something. He went into... Oh, yeah. so it was, like, a... Like a yeah, that's... Yeah. And, and that, like, that right there, that is... Um, that's storytelling. That, yeah. like, yeah. there's no way around it that, you know what I mean? That That's writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, that even goes into, like, you can... If you can write a good story in a song um you know you can you could probably even write a book like you know i mean things like that and that those are things that i've wanted to do like in um like in the future you know what i mean i i want to write a book like a novel um you know even a short even short stories i used to write short stories and that like it just opens up the mind type of thing but if you like that song um i got some i got some stuff that uh i i've been working on um actually not been working on it's done already um but uh, that's kind of like that, really? yeah. Where it's storytelling. Um, I put like, um, I did sound design and everything in it. Mm-hmm. So there's sound effects like walking. You can hear. Mm-hmm. There's you know, a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, so I have a song. Um, actually, uh, it's with him. Uh, it's called Club Ninety Nine, and it's about a guy named Jay, and he, um, he's basically uh, strung out. He has no money. Like he has to find a job. And some guy gives him a job to bring this suitcase to this club, Club 99, to meet this guy and give him uh, the suitcase in, in return for some money. And so he goes, brings him the suitcase, and uh, the suitcase is empty. It's a setup, and everything goes south. And um, kind of like uh, they get into like a gunfight. And so now there's like he's just there in this club, uh, this empty club with like four bodies he's like oh um okay cops are coming he hears the sirens he has mm-hmm. to leave he goes on on a run um and explaining it does no justice to it um because the sound effects it's very it's very immersing mm-hmm. um but i made a whole ep like uh, it's like four songs of that um concept um so there's like four different people all named jay different ages different yeah. pe- did they're completely different people and they have different stories, but all of them are um, pretty rough. Is that out now? No. So Club 99 is. That's just gotcha. the one song um, from the project. But um, now the rest are in the vault for right now until, you know. Yeah. And I think, like, that type of, like, rap and storytelling, like, that is art, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to compare, like, you know, when you when people hear, like, oh, you're a rapper or whatever. Yeah. In my mind, at least, like, I'm not huge into the rap world, you know? I listen to, like, a few different artists. Um, but, like, I'm in my mind, I'm hearing, like, the trap rap. And yeah, right. That, you know? And, I mean, appreciate that, too, but that's just, like, not for me, you know? Yeah. Like, what they're talking about, it's just... It's not relatable. Yeah, it's like I drugs I can't. And money and yeah, all that. I can't but, relate to it either. Yeah. You know, I have no money. Yeah. I don't sell <laughs> drugs. <laughs> so. But yeah, so like, it's is it ever hard, kind of like being um, grouped in with like that type of rap? You yeah. know, When you're making that type of art. Yeah, that's for sure. So different. For sure. Um, uh, especially you know the, you got you know drill. Drill's a big um genre right now in rap. Um, and, you know, so it, it makes it difficult. Um, so it's, there's goods and bads to it, um, because it makes it difficult for me to show anyone. So say, for example, I didn't know you at all 
and you didn't know me, and I come up, hey, you want to listen to a song I made? Mm-hmm. Or you, I'm, I'm a musician or I'm an artist because um, I don't consider myself a rapper. I don't even consider myself a musician anymore. I'm more of like an artist. I create. Mm-hmm. I just like to create. So, yeah. um, But, you know, I go to show someone the, the art I made, and they're expecting, you know, stuff that's out now, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, and especially because everyone's doing it, um, and not everyone is great. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, so it kind of sets the expectation, and it's not a, a great expectation. Um, but it's for that bad, it's also good because then they're expecting so low that when I do show them whatever I made, mm-hmm. um, now they see the value even higher than, you know, what I might set it at. Yeah. Um, and so that helps with, you know, being able to show them more or, you know, them being interested. Yeah. Is it hard to kind of pick, like, like you're saying you're an artist and you do all the storytelling? In my mind, like, especially, like, that Dancing with the Devil song and, like, songs that really have this storytelling, I, I love listening to them, but they're kind of hard to listen to, like, the whole over way. and over again. You oh, know? yeah, right, right. They're deep, like make me feel ways that you know they're not like a catchy song that yeah. i'm just gonna play in my car and sing along to um is it hard to kind of pick to do that like storytelling song that you know like it's gonna be hard hitting but it's not gonna be like constantly Replayed, playing, yeah. you know you're not gonna might not sing in a, in a huge crowd and get the crowd bumping you mm-hmm. know um and then do you have any songs that you make in order to you know have the crowd enjoys yeah yeah for sure um i think for the most part um every artist has um you know both sides of of the genre you know stuff that is um very emotional and it's not going to be replayed like that and then there's also you know like you said the ones that's going to be played constantly in the clubs or on the radio or and stuff like that um i think it's important because then it also broadens your skill and you're able to you're able to now work with whatever you want to do um um, you know, it, it's not as important to me because, um, my goal really isn't to blow up. It's more of to, um, just to be able to sustain for myself, my family, stuff like that, doing what I love doing, which is creating in general. And so, um, that's why I have the production company. Um, the music is more of just like, uh, um, now at least, um, before the goal was to, you know, obviously, you know, that was the main thing. But now that I kind of have this other avenue and I have a little bit more of understanding of how to make that work um, for the music rather than, you know, try to make the music work for it, um, you know, it's a lot easier to kind of put out what I want rather than, you know, try and fish for what everybody else wants. Right, yeah. Um, so growing up in PA, I'm not too big about like is there a rap scene in this area like the lehigh valley i mean there is there definitely is um and but it's more it's hard because what at least as far as i've seen um a lot of the rap scene is you know just people trying to get into music Mm -hmm. and um it kind of seems to me that it's more of like an inspirational thing. So for example, they see, you know, drill, they see like the drill rappers and, you know, the lifestyle and stuff like that. And it's more of that is what they're chasing than the passion for music. Mm -hmm. And so I think it makes it hard because it's not necessarily a, um, the music scene anymore. It's more of, again, trying to chase the lifestyle. Um, but for some of the people that, you know, are in the scene that do, um, make, rap music or even you know sing or whatever the case is um there are some good artists that i can appreciate um but for the most part it's a little difficult to um i guess pinpoint like who really is doing it for what reason um so um i guess it really depends on like i guess the definition of like a music scene you know mm. um but there's definitely a um you know, a there's definitely the the area for it. There's a lot of people that make music, um, in Easton uh, alone. You know, um, so I do studio sessions. My brother does studio sessions, so we have people in there all the time that make music, whether it be drill. Um, I have someone that goes in there, that comes in often. Um, his name's Yadman. He's a, a Jamaican, and he makes um like uh reggae gospel. 
yeah, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. But um, I like it because it's different. Yeah. And um, yeah, we've been, we've been working for like two years. He has um, a project that he's working on and we're about to get ready to release. So um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely there. It's just, yeah. again, it's hard to pinpoint who's there mm-hmm. for the right reason. Right. When you're playing shows, um, are you approaching these venues? Are they approaching you? What's that like? Um, so it's a mix of both. There's some people that contact me for um, my DJ services, and they see I make music, and they're like, oh, would you like to perform? Yeah. Um, and then there's um, the majority, which is, you know, I go out and mm-hmm. I contact the places. I'm like, hey, I make music. Um, this is my music. Uh, I would like to perform or entertain for your crowd, um, whatever the case may be. Mm, excuse me. But uh, I also um, throw my own concerts in the area. So, like, oh. I like to get other artists to come and perform, um, you know, because, you know, it's not the easiest thing to do to go and, you know, get places to, to book you or anything like that um, or even perform for free. And people, you know, places don't really do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, kind of trying to put on a little platform um, from time to time for people to come in and kind of for the people that really do it for the passion of it, yeah. go and uh, perform and stuff. Yeah, that's fun. Do you have any, like, favorite gigs you've done or favorite places you've uh, played at? Um, yeah, I think my most recent one, I think, was my favorite right now. Um, <clears throat> I think last month, if I'm not mistaken, or a month before then, um, time just flies. Uh I performed at the uh, Sherman Showcase Theater up in uh, Stroudsburg, and that was really cool. And that was one of the ones that they contacted me to DJ, and they were like, "Hey, would you like to like open for us?" And I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, why not?" And uh, there was um, it was like for uh, a group of artists, and um, yeah, they they did a good job. They brought out a pretty good crowd, and um, the crowd liked my performance too. And it was it was cool. So it was, it was really good energy, and it was what I it was like what I stand for too. There was yeah. there was kids and everything. It was it was really cool. Yeah. You were just at the Sherman Showcase too. Yeah, what was it like a month and a half, two months yeah. ago, something like that? Yeah, it's a really really cool venue. Yeah, yeah no, it's nice. The acoustics in the room were a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah very awesome. very interesting place. But um, something that I was uh, wondering that like a lot of people have very different opinions on. Mm-hmm. This kind of, this kind of goes back to like when it comes to like recording stuff or like like a kind of remixing things as well is like there's a lot of artists that like to do very electronic beats mm-hmm. and then other ones that like to do like more like acoustic-y like it's like real drums like there's like an actual yeah, bass yeah. instead of just like a 808 sound like what do you do you lean more towards one do you kind of use both um i i definitely use both it really depends um on how i'm feeling in the day um i haven't had a chance to have real drums on a track yet um and that's definitely yeah no yeah. that's uh that's definitely a goal of mine at some point in the future especially with um my appreciation for like the the boom bappy old style type of mm-hmm. hip-hop um because there's nothing like natural natural drums even with the timing yeah. all of that it's it plays a, a part in um just the emotion behind it so um but it it's it's hard because um, I've been working on some like pop synthways like the weekend type of stuff, mm-hmm. and that is more electronicy and mm-hmm. and and I like that a lot too. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. Just I guess we'll have to see what it feels like with the real drums. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you um, ever collaborate with other artists? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, all the time, all the time. Um, and a lot of people ask um, if like I have a fee to 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 work and. Um, I don't particularly. Um, so there's like a it, there's a part of me that's like, oh, charge for your time. <laughs> um, but you know, if I like the song, I'm not. You know, that's not my purpose. You know, um, if the song fits what what I would want to be on, I'll just go in on that. You know, mm-hmm. and um, but uh, you know, if it's something that I, that I don't particularly enjoy, I'll either turn it down um, or I'll do the fee, and it's like, if you pay it, mm-hmm. cool. If not, cool, you know. Yeah. But um, for the most part, I'm pretty open um, with working. And, I, and I'm experimental, too. I like mm-hmm. to do a whole bunch of different stuff. Sweet. So it's typically, like, people approaching you. Yeah, usually, to, like, yeah. Rap on their stuff, or what um, is that like? So it could either, it could either be um, 
like a, a feature so I'll either do a verse or you know either rap on it or whatever but usually um, especially recently with the singing stuff coming out a lot of people are like hey can, can, I, can I get in can I get you on a hook you know can you sing something for me mm-hmm. um, and so it, it just yeah it really depends on, on the song and the person do you have any dream collaborations and then any dream venues? Dream collaboration, definitely Logic. If I was able to work on it, get on a song with Logic, that would blow my mind. Um, that would make my, um, my existence as a musician perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, any dream venues? Um, right now, my goal, I don't really have like a dream place to perform at, but I think my goal, like the next step, I want to get into a theater, like, and like pack it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that. If I can pack out a place, that's, you know, that beats anything. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really matter where, but if I can get, even like fifty people, if I can get fifty yeah. people to come out and see me perform, mm-hmm. um, that's great. Yeah. Um, so you say you've played like some shows in Philly and New York and stuff. Do you have a preference where you play? Oh uh, yeah, I'd I'd rather perform in Philly. Really? Um yeah, um, the music scene in Philly is very good. Yeah and yeah, like it's a, very a open. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. like a lot of different types of people are welcome like everywhere. So yeah, it's like, like I've I've played dozens of shows in Philly, and at every show like like my band it's like kind of like alt rock, mm-hmm. and in that same show it'll be like the band after us is like psychedelic. Then like the person after them might be like hip hop yeah. the person after them might be like a death metal band yeah. it's like everybody like enjoys everything mm-hmm. like everybody's like welcoming of like yeah. all the different stuff and like every everybody just enjoys like seeing new stuff just the there. creation yeah. yeah and that and that's that's why that's exactly why i prefer um philly for the most part new york it's um it's definitely a bigger scene like there's a lot more going on um but it's not as diversified um mm-hmm. and it's more like it's more closed in it's uh um, it's kind of like every man eats for himself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in Philly, um, as far as I've seen, um, and I think I performed more in New York than I have in Philly. Um, but Philly, like, like you said, Philly's way more open, yeah. um, way more supportive. And, um, the energy is up there. Mm-hmm. Like in New York, the energy's there, but it's like, it's like the energy's there, but like entrapped mm-hmm. in the people. Like they don't mm-hmm. really move. It's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, um, which is dope. But, then, you know, as a musician, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm trying to be, you know, jump in. Uh, yeah. I want to, uh, unless it's like a singy song. But, you know, even then, um, you know, out in Philly, you ask people to pull, pull out the flashlights, they pull out the flashlights. In New York, they might be a little, eh, yeah. it's kind of weird, man, why wouldn't it, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's just my um, experience, at least. Yeah. I remember I saw a show in New York, um, uh uh, Jack Case, he's like um, just like an acoustic singer, but um, he had Tom the Mailman. Do you know him? He's nah. like he's a pretty big rapper, um, and he came on to open for him. No idea who this guy was, but he was like trying to hype up the crowd like uh-huh. crazy. Like he was trying to get us to do these dance moves and all this stuff. People were not feeling mm-hmm. it. We're like, we just came to see some guy like play an acoustic guitar. Like uh, I don't know yeah. what you're doing, but. Um, that's probably more of the case of just the wrong opener yeah. type of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, so, do you have like a like a hype man or anything like that? Um, not really. I mean, like I kind of uh, I've learned to be my own hype man in a way. Uh, I mean, this guy he'd be on on stage with me mm-hmm. um, from time to time. Uh, my brother he makes music. He's on stage with me from time to time. So, um, but but usually I'm. Um, I'm up there doing my thing, and uh, it's good because it it kind of teaches me how to crowd control yeah. alone, you know. Because yeah. if I have somebody else the whole time, I wouldn't really learn how to, yeah. um, you know, get them to do this or you know mm-hmm. feel this way or whatever the case may be. But how do you deal with like a dead crowd? Have you had that before? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, it's just to keep it moving. Um, you know, if it's like uh, it's like one of those things. Um, if you don't move, they don't see you, you know? Um, so it's just to, just to work through it. And, um, you know, it's, it's all about experience. You know, if, if, if the crowd is dead, um, and it stays dead the whole time, then that just wasn't the show to have, uh, you know, it, 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 you, you can use it to learn what the demographics are. So like, for example, in New York, 
um, we've learned to kind of take it down a notch a little bit when we do go to and do performances. Um, I don't even like sing too much out there. I usually just bring some rap stuff and it's not like super high energy. It's more kind of calm and, um, uh, and, and stuff like that. Where, whereas like in Philly, I can, like I said, I could bring whatever I can go mm-hmm. singing. Um, I, uh, in Philly, I like to bring out like really high energy songs. Yeah. I have some, some songs that are just to perform, um, that, you know, some I have released, some I don't like, mm-hmm. there's a song I have, um, uh, I'm okay to go like curse on here or no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Um, but yeah, I have a song called Shit Crazy, and that is the entire hook. That's <laughs> it. It's just literally shit crazy, shit crazy. You know what I mean? The whole time. So that's one of those performance songs, mm-hmm. um, literally just to hype up the crowd. Yeah. Uh, and that works every time um, mm-hmm. we're in Philly because we just jump. Sometimes we jump in the crowd and we're just jumping yeah. with them, um, especially if there's wireless mics. Wireless mics are, are my favorite. I feel like wireless mics make it a little bit safer as well, especially if you're moving around. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, if you're moving around, if you go in the crowd and you, like, walk back and it's like, oh, the wire's, like, around you're somebody done. or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. We, we've had um, times when I was playing out in Philly, and, like, it's one of those, like, basement shows where the crowd is, like, right there. Yeah. And then somebody just decided they're going to grab the stand, like the <laughs> mic stand. And then, like, we're trying to figure out, like, how are we going to get it back? And they're, they're like, like, it was like, like the like catchy part of what the song was with the same lyrics like yeah sing along so they grabbed the mic and started singing along to the song and we're like you know what okay let's, let's just let them sing the yeah. song and let's just finish the song like that so you kind of have to like roll with what you got uh, yeah. shows but yeah I, like that's something that like as as like i grow as a musician like my band grows and stuff like even though like the goal is to eventually play like bigger shows. Yeah. I am gonna miss like the intimacy of playing these smaller shows where the crowd is right there yeah. and you could like almost communicate with people directly. Yeah, right. When they're, like three, four feet in front of you, and then when you're on a stage, like when when it's farther away, like you're more separated. Yeah. Like yeah, you get more people, and it's like a lot of times like like sometimes it could be sometimes higher energy. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you could also sometimes lose that intimacy with like the crowd directly. Right. So that's something that like I, I have to like kind of like get used to like giving and taking with some of that stuff. Yeah. So when it comes to stuff like that, like do you enjoy like the like really intimacy of like uh like the really close up stuff or, or do you like to be like more like farther away and like kind of like have the reaction like not as like shown to you? Mm-hmm. Like which um, one would you rather like uh enjoy? I'm definitely more of a more of an intimate person when it comes okay. to performances. I love like being like right there. Um, especially, especially when it comes to like after the performance, because yeah. then, um, <clears throat> if you had a good show and the people are right there, you know, it's like you already know them and you can speak with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you gave them as a, as a, as a supporter, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. that just, it grows the fan base a lot more than I think if, you know, you're farther away because then there's, again, like you said, there's that disconnect. It's not, yeah. it's not like they're there to support you specifically anymore. Now it's like, um, it's again, it's like, they don't know you really. It's, it's like, you're, um, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's, it, it, it has its goods and its bads. Cause, um, I think like farther away, it seems more like Hollywood. And now you're like, yeah. you know, you're, you're famous or something. You know what I mean? So it, it might have that kind of feel to it, but you know, like I, like I said, at the same time, I really like to like just to be in people's faces, or even yeah. like there's been times where I jump, like I jump in the crowd, and we're jumping with the with the crowd, and I'll have like my arm around one of the people that are there with us. Like they, don't, I don't even know who this guy is. We're just you're just you know going crazy, and um, you know that like that type of stuff is like stuff to remember. It's like yo, um, now like in the future, like ten years from now, it's like yo, you remember that time in Philly? Like you know, um, yeah. stuff like that. Do you have any other like crazy experiences that like stand out? We uh one time um I don't know if you were there um uh, I did, were you there when King Kali jumped into the crowd? Oh, I heard about. I that. think y'all yeah, left a little bit before. Oh my gosh, this dude. Um, so we went to perform in Philly. Yeah, I don't know how he. <laughs> no, but it was um I forget his name that uh that held him. It was two people that held him up. So. Yeah, yeah. Is it not um? Zantana. Yeah, yeah. That's the name. Yep. Um. But yeah, his name is uh King Kal- uh, Kali, and he was performing. They're more like heavy, like rap and kind of like rock inspired. Um. So at one point, 
he was just rapping. He's like, you gonna, you, you gonna catch me? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is about to happen. <laughs> and there's like, it, it's not like a big show. There's like maybe 20 people there. So it's like, <laughs> I'm like, is this guy gonna fall? Like, um, but he jumped and these two huge dudes right in the middle just caught him and they're like holding him like, like this as he's like, ah, you know? Uh, it was just, that I think was definitely uh, uh, an experience. Um, and then on the polar opposite, there's been times where like I'll be coming back from a show, like a couple, like last month, the one I came back from Stroudsburg, as I was coming back, like my car broke down. It was like mm. one in the morning. I'm like, damn. You know, so it's like stuff, yeah. you know, it's polarizing, but mm-hmm. you know, they're all times to remember, so. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know who it was, but um, there's some big rapper that had somebody, like a fan come on stage and then stage dive off. <laughs> and like, I don't know like what kind of stage it was, but it was like a really high up stage. Uh-huh. It was like, like 15 feet like oh. above the crowd and they jumped off expecting like all the crowd people to like hold them up and everybody just opened up around them and they just fell like i don't know if they landed on their head they may have landed like on like, their shoulder or something they landed on the ground and they had to take them up and bring them directly to the hospital right after that I mean, I know if I was in the middle, I'm not sure I would what not artist catch it was that, that. <laughs> catching anyone. So you're one of the ones to move. Yeah, uh, I'll stay. I'll. Stay. <laughs> I might not be able to like hold you up too long, yeah. but I'll stay. It's wild. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Do you want to share some of the stuff you have going on coming up? Yeah. Um. So what's July? Okay. Um. So on the 21st, we have a show. Is it's in Philly, right? Yeah, we have a show in Philly called the uh, Battle of the Cancers, I think. Um, and that's going to be cool. Um, did you figure out if we were, per- we're performing Club 99 or not? No, we are. We are? We're okay. Not. All right, yeah. So that song I was telling you about with the story, I'm performing that with him um, on the 21st out in Philly. Um, on the 2nd of December, which is a lot farther, um, I'm going back to the Sherman Theater again. Um, they want me to DJ again, and... Um, so the last time I opened for them, I performed uh, two songs and I closed out as well. Performed another two, um, but they they want me to do a whole set um, that day. So um, hopefully he's gonna be performing too. Um, this is my guy Joel the Kid. Um, but yeah, so that's what we have right now. I have some ideas for um, a drop. I think I'm gonna drop uh, another R&B song <clears throat> next month. So uh, August, I think, the 21st. And that's when it's going to be, yeah. So I'm about to start promo for that soon. And, uh, you know, hopefully a lot more shows coming up. I got a lot of content coming out, too. And um, I'm thinking about doing a, uh, a um, like, uh, educational series soon on, like, um, mixing and engineering oh, and, oh, yeah. you know, kind of how to make music type mm-hmm. of thing. So awesome. And it's Prince J on all platforms? Yeah, yep. It's uh, Prince space J-A-Y. I have to tell people the space because for some reason, it makes a difference. Really? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, as far as I've seen, it makes it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Prince J-E-N-T on um, every other social platform, so like YouTube, um, Twitch even, um, and uh, TikTok, literally everything, so. Do you ever do things like uh, live streaming on like any of that? Yep, I was just live yesterday. Um, I was playing. Um, I play. I'm a big gamer. I'm a huge. I'm a huge nerd. So like, uh, probably should have figured that out when I got my IT degree, right? Um, but um, I built my computer back in high school. Like upgraded it over time and stuff like that. Um, my brother actually like builds PCs for and sells them for people like from scrap. Uh, and um, but yeah, last night I was streaming. Uh, it's called Escape from Tarkov. It's like a, it's a game. It's a PC game. It's PC only. I think. So. Uh, I think uh, Brady, the, the bass player in my band, I think plays that game. Really? Yeah. If he does, we gotta we gotta run sometime. Cause <laughs> game is intense. Yeah, cause like um, I know he he plays a lot of games that like I don't know the names of. Yeah. Like that that like when you said that like I was like I know that name. Somebody said that somewhere. To me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was him. So yeah, we're definitely definitely happy to see what's up with that because you know that game is intense. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of games that uh there's some specific games that like I play and it's like I love them, but then like they're like so ridiculous that like I hate them at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. I, I'm not gonna. Like, lie. Uh, there's there's this one game that I play. It's like a survival game. It's uh-huh. called Ark. Oh, I know Ark. Oh my god. Yeah, that game like I love it and I hate it at the same time. 
I it's like a ridiculous survival game. Yeah, I've never played Ark, but I've played Rust. Yeah, I've I've, I've played that yeah. too. Yeah, it's like oh my gosh. Like a lot, there's a lot of survival games where it's like they're so fun to play, but then it's like it's unforgiving. It's just yeah. So like at any time you can just lose everything. Everything, yeah. Oh my, and you just been, and you just been playing for like a week, you know? Yeah. Have the whole base. Some dude comes through with a rocket, and you're done. Yeah. Progress gone. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of games I play that are that are like that. Then, then she just plays like Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, are we done nerding out? We ready to, to wrap it up? Yeah. All right. See everybody. Peace.